Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When learning a language, regardless of what language that is, in my opinion, it's a good place to start with pronunciation. You're going to learn how to correctly pronounce the sounds that make up the words in the new language that you're learning. And as you continue to learn that new language, you're given the opportunity to practice and perfect your own pronunciation of that language. A goal to work towards that I set for myself when I was learning the language, I still am learning the language, was to emulate the sound of native speakers. I would listen to the native speakers in my life, uh, some within my own whānau and others who were teachers of mine. I would listen to the intonation and the way they spoke, the rise and fall of their voice, the rhythm and also the, the cadence. And I would try to mimic that and, and emulate that because as a second language speaker, I wanted to sound as native as possible. I wanted to emulate the way my my queer would speak, my grandmother's sister. You know, to me, she had the, the most beautiful and simple reo that I knew, and I wanted to sound just like that. If you don't have access to native speakers in your own community, there is a documentary series called Wakahuya that has been uploaded onto YouTube and is, is still created and uploaded weekly that profiles the lives of Komatua, native-speaking elders. When we look at pronunciation in Te Reo Māori, we must start with the vowels because every word in the language is built up on these vowel sounds, which turn into syllables. In Te Reo Māori, the alphabet has 15 letters. There's five vowels, eight consonants, and two digraphs. So the vowel sounds will either be short or long. Short vowels are written normally as they are in English, while the long vowel sounds are written with a macron to indicate the elongated sound. So the short vowel sounds are a, e, i, o, u. When we pronounce a Māori word uh, with the English vowel sound, we're mispronouncing the word. And so we need to remember when we speak Māori, we need to remember to pronounce those words using the Māori vowel sounds. A good way to remember how they're pronounced is by saying, are there three or two? A, E, I, O, U. So those are the short vowel sounds. Then we have the long vowel sounds. A, E, I, O, U. Wherever you see a macron sitting on top of a vowel, we want to elongate that sound. And this can change the meaning of the word quite drastically. For example, in Māori, keke is cake, but keke is armpit. 
two very different things. And then if we put the macron on the last e, keke, that means to to make a cracking sound or a creaking sound like a door when it's being open or shut. So the macron is very important and um, observing where the macron sits and practicing that elongated sound. There are eight consonants. H, k, m, n, p, r, t, w. There are two consonants that we need to be mindful about when pronouncing them. And, and that is the R and the T. So the R is rolled gently. It's not a violent roll of the R. It is a gentle roll. And an example of that is, again, in the word Māori. Māori. And then the other consonant that's pronounced uh, differently is the T. And there's two T sounds in Māori. Depending on which vowel follows that consonant. So we have T and tu. A sharp, almost S sound coming through there. And then we have a dull sound with ta, te, and to. And you can hear it when I pronounce them together. Ta, te, ti, to, tu. Then finally, there's the two digraphs. Before I started studying language, I had no idea what a digraph is, but a digraph is when two consonants come together to make one sound. So we have ng, which is ng. And that exists in words like singer, the ng sound. And we have wh, which is the same as the English f sound. I asked this question to myself. Why was it written as a wh and not as an f if it's the same as an f sound? Because when we look to some of the languages in the Pacific, which are from the same family as, as te reo Māori, language family, you see the f written. And I'm just speculating here, but the people who were responsible for creating a writing system in Te Reo were the, were the missionaries who were situated in, in the north and uh, the dialect of the north is quite different from any other tribe. The people of the north don't pronounce the, the f sound as it exists in other tribes. Let's just look at dialect, different dialectal differences here for, for a minute. So if we've got the word whakarongo to listen, whakarongo. If you're in Northland, you'll hear hakarongo. So that F sound isn't pronounced. And perhaps those early missionaries who were responsible for devising a writing system in Te Reo Māori were just recording what they heard and, and hence why we have the WH instead of the, the F. Now if you go to the west coast of the North Island, you'll hear that people there pronounce it in a different way again. They'll say wakarongo. So while the people up north drop the W uh, and keep the H, the people on the west coast of the North Island drop the H and keep the W. If we go to the Bay of Plenty area where the Tuhoi tribe are from, they don't pronounce the digraph NG, ng. They drop the G and just use N. So we have, instead of whakarongo, whakarono. The other dialectal variant in, in Te Reo Māori are the people of, of Southland, the Ngaitahu tribe, who don't pronounce the digraph. NG, they replace that instead with a K. So instead of whakarongo, they have whakaroko. There are other dialectual differences within other tribes, different sentence structures that are used more commonly than others, different words that are preferred, different accents, different ways of speaking or saying things. But these are the five common dialectual differences that we can easily hear. And so in summary, I'd just like to return to the vowel sounds. 
If you're ever unsure about how to pronounce a word, you can break that word up into syllables depending on where the vowels are in the word. So if we go back to our, our word that we've been using, whakarongo, which means to listen, we break that up into syllables based on where those vowels sit. Fa, ka, ro, ngo. There's four syllables there. And you can do that with any, any word in te reo Māori. You can also go on to mauridictionary.co.nz and search for the word that you're after and there you'll be able to listen to a sound file of native speakers pronouncing the word.